Hello, and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about trusting yourself or learning to trust yourself. Hey Janine. Hey Shannon, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I was just thinking about how fun it is to never know what we're going to talk about before we sit down to talk. <laughs> like the spontaneity and the um, sort of um, unplanned part of this makes it, the recording of it anyway, a whole lot of fun. I hope it makes the listening of it fun too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do like that. I like yeah. sort of the challenge of coming up with something. Although, you know, we've also gone the other way and it's been really nice to open up our podcast recording note and of topics and say oh we've planned an episode today we're talking about whatever <laughs> and it's like oh that's yeah. great <laughs> that's true but even then we don't know exactly what we're going to say you know right. if we, all we need is a topic and um and it's fun to see how it goes but i like the idea of this topic of, of learning to trust yourself yeah well i guess that's what we're doing when we're not planning <laughs> so much is trusting ourselves well, good point. You'd think that that was planned that I brought it up because of that link, but it was not. I didn't even make that association. Right. We, we trust that we can have a 15 to 30 minute conversation that's meaning, relatively meaningful without having to plan it all out in advance. Yeah. And, you know, some of that comes from having done this as many times as we've done it, because this is what, episode 198? Yep. Um, because, you know, we did do more planning to begin with, or th we thought we needed to do more planning right. Right. to begin with. And we cl quickly let that go by the wayside. Because it wasn't necessary. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's excellent. So why don't you tell the listeners how we came up with this topic? Well, we were having a very serious conversation and realized that um, both of us were running up against this issue where we weren't trusting ourselves in um, the plane of Wordle every day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think this week we each had situations where we the correct word you know the the answer came to mind and we second guess ourselves put something else down and it was wrong um luckily we had enough guess guess guesses left <laughs> to um finish the puzzle but right yeah that happened to me twice this week and, yeah um yeah, it was annoying. Uh, well, and just in case there's anyone listening who is not familiar with Wordle, who is not on social media and hasn't seen grids of green, yellow, and gray blocks um, showing up, <laughs> it's a it's a word game where you have six tries to guess a 
five letter word. And when you um, get a letter that's in the word, but in the wrong spot, it shows up as yellow. When you get a letter that's correct and in the right spot, it's green. And then when you use a letter that's not in it, it's gray. So. Nice, nice explanation. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. I thought I thought you were waiting and trying to figure out how to tell me that I explained it very poorly. And that made no <laughs> sense at all. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't think... You hesitated. Oh, I was just trying to think what the right compliment was. That's all. Oh. So um, it's, uh, it's remarkably enjoyable. And also there's only one a day, so it's not time consuming. And I start right. my day doing the Wordle puzzle. And then I always send my result to you because uh, you're hopefully asleep when I'm doing it. Yes. Since you're two hours behind me. Um, and then sometimes it sparks conversation. Wordle related conversation. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we'll, I'll put a link to it in uh, the New York Times bought it. So it's available on the New York Times website. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes in case there's somebody out there who doesn't who's interested who doesn't know how to find it. Of course, yeah. just Google would do it too. Right, right. Um, but it's, it's an interesting exercise in sort of trusting your intuition. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, and also, you know, and Wordle, if you do trust your intuition, there's a good likelihood you'll be wrong. And, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the stakes are real low. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so since you mentioned, you know, we need to trust ourselves more, I've been trying to do that. Um, and I still keep getting five, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by five, she means it, getting it in five tries. Oh, right. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not stellar. <laughs> uh, no, but you're getting it and you still have one try left. So right. it's not the worst possible scenario. That's right. Yes. Uh, um, but it is, it's interesting how many times, I mean, this, this is sort of what prompted the discussion, but then I think of all the times that I sort of talk myself out of something or overthink it. Mm -hmm. And so often, you know, my first instinct, whatever comes to mind is um, right or definitely good enough. Mm -hmm. Right. Do you find yourself, you have an instinct, then you talk, you know, you second guess it, talk yourself through it. And then do you sometimes end up back at that initial instinct going, going with it after you put yourself through that? Um, apparently not in Wordle, but I think I do yeah. that in the rest of my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and it's funny because, you know, it's like there, there's a little bit of strategy to your guesses with the game. And so, and I think that's how I end up sort of second guessing myself is thinking, thinking, trying to think about it strategically as opposed to, you know, just taking a good guess. Mm -hmm. And then working with the results. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a nice little brain boost, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in real life, uh, I think, you know, in non-world life, I think I find myself, when I second guess myself, I often go back to that initial, um, initial thought. And if I, you know, would just trust my initial thoughts, I'd probably save myself some time. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that's what I was thinking about is like it gives um it sort of brings up that definition of perfectionism that we've used before is when um you and I'm probably not going to get this quite the way that whoever the man was that said it that you told us about but that you put more um time into something than it deserves than it merits <laughs> right that's exactly the right way he said it and his oh. name is Her- his name is Harold Taylor Harold Taylor yeah. um but so I, I think about that you know if you go with if you go with your first instinct then you're definitely not putting more time into something than mm-hmm. it deserves and you still have probably a good good chance of of having made a good choice <laughs> exactly and probably better chance than not Right. Better than 50% chance that you're making a good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll sometimes use the um, muscle testing finger things that you taught me. Uh, we've talked about, I think, on the website. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I use that a lot, uh, actually. And um, it's also a nice time saver. But, it, you know, it's usually for things like, what should I order off a menu? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I use that de- generally to pick between things. Yeah. Like, mm, I don't know. And then just pick one. Right. But right. I I feel like that muscle testing sort of brings in my unconscious awareness into the discussion, which is part of trusting yourself, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And do we need to explain this? Or I could just provide a link, figure out where we talked about it before and provide a link to that. Yeah, because I think last time we talked about it, we found a good link to... Um, oh, perfect. Yeah, to so people could understand what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just, just to be clear on the muscle testing thing, I think that's really what it is, is it's your... I don't think it's a way to sort of intuit information from the universe i think it's a way to um tap into your your knowledge your unconscious knowledge Mm -hmm. right it's coming from within which is yep excellent Yeah. yeah and that's it and that's what we're doing when we're trusting ourselves we're we're i guess first step is noticing that we have an instinct to do something or decide mm-hmm. something and right. then, then after that pay attention to it i mean sometimes we don't even notice maybe yeah it's interesting i have noticed after a number of head injuries that when i try to think about something like try to remember something on purpose it's nearly impossible but if i just let it come to me mm-hmm. um it's easy and doesn't take any energy or effort. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's usually, you know, what I'm looking for. That it's the information I'm looking for. Oh, that's um, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I think that's true of people who have had fewer head injuries, too. <laughs> um, I think we probably all have had head injuries. But um, uh, I think, you know, when you're trying to come up with a word or you're trying to remember the thing you were about to say to somebody and they'll always say, oh, you'll rem- it'll come to you. And then you, you right. move on to something else. It always comes to you, or usually. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing this is making me think about is the idea that um, w- when you're trying to make a decision, the 
the more you try to convince yourself, like sort of the more um, uh, reasons you come up with to go for something, like it's like you're trying to convince yourself, then the less likely that's probably the thing that you want to do. Right. I'm not if sure I to, said that very clearly, if, but <laughs> if you have to work hard to convince yourself that something is right, then it's probably not right. Well, but even I think when you're doing it, it doesn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. It's um, uh, it's like, oh, I should do this for X, Y, and Z, and also, you know, that would kind of help with this other thing, and then maybe it would also be good if I did it for this reason, like that. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. And that's a good indicator. Like the more reasons you try to give yourself that it's a good decision, um, the less likely it's the decision that either you really want to make or the, the one that will work best for you. Oh, that's so interesting. I'm going to have to start noticing that because I, I can't think of an experience. I can't relate to that but I'm sure I've done it many times. Yeah, I think about it. Um, it comes up a lot for me in terms of, well, back when I used to do in-person things like, you know, going to a retreat or an in-person event or something like that. And I'd be like, oh, I should do this because, you know, this person's going to be there and they're going to talk about that thing. And, um, it will, it might help me do this other thing when really, that first gut reaction, like, oh, I really want to do this, even if I don't know why, is a far better reason mm. to do it than m me spending a lot of time, even if it feels really positive, coming up with reasons why it makes sense. Well, oh, that's interesting. And that's another time saver. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about productivity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I might have written a blog post about that yeah. some years ago. Um, so I'll look for that and see if I, in fact, did do that. Excellent. Yeah. But I think there's that, you know, we, we know more than we often give ourselves credit for. Yes. Ooh, that's a very nice way to put it. We know more than we give ourselves credit for. We don't give ourselves enough credit all, all the time, it seems like. So, right. yeah, in general. And then when it mm -hmm. applies to trusting yourself, yeah, just trust that you do. You got this. Well, and I think the other thing about trusting yourself is that, and you uh, mentioned this at the beginning, is that, you know, you're still not always going to get it right. Mm-hmm. And you didn't spend a whole lot of time trying to figure it out and then get it wrong. Right. Or spend a lot of time trying to figure it out and then not do anything but she, because you couldn't trust yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. With any answer. With any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, that, that perfectionism paralysis that happens is, is real, isn't it? Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um. So and I, and I also think of this as a practice that, you know, like I said in the intro, you know, we're learning to trust ourselves and 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 so that means you're practicing and just noticing like, oh, you know, this answer came to me right away and 
I'm curious. I wonder what will happen if I go with it. Mm-hmm. And to to make it um, more from a place of curiosity as opposed to a place of trying to be right and wrong. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's a very nice way to approach many things, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, to, you know, be like a nice, warm, curious person as opposed to, you know, sitting in judgment of, well, did you get that right or did you get that wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, and thinking about things as, as instead of results of providing information. Ooh, yeah. Um. And then the other thing that just popped into my head is knowing that, and, you know, Wordle is great for this, at least for six times. You can always choose again. <laughs> right. Until <laughs> til it's guess number six. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, in real life, you can keep choosing until you, you know, land on what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we would love to hear from you our listeners um, how easy is it for you to trust yourself you can let us know on instagram and facebook at getting to good enough you can head over to twitter at gtg enough you can uh, leave a comment in the show notes at getting to good enough.com or leave us a voicemail at 413-424- G-T-G-E. That's 4843. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Dude, I didn't flub up the social media this time. <laughs> That's right. And I forgot to even notice. Congratulations. Thank you. It was so exciting. <laughs>